You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, of all the names I could have gotten for mm-hmm. laser tag, that's the, you get the one I want. I got the cool one. Yeah, you got the amazing one. Well, there were so many cool ones. There were. They all were all of them cool. were cool except for the name that you got. I mean, it's not like it's a bad name, but I mean, in comparison to all those other things, if I want to be a badass laser tag dude, like which is kind of my goal now after doing this. Um, oh, you've set your goal much, after after the one time. Yeah, badass laser tag professional. I okay. feel like I could probably do it. I have a lot to learn from the kids. The kids... Um, they were they were relentless. The children were relentless. It I was, was like Lord to, of the Flies with laser guns. I was going to laser them. They they lasered me Mm-mm. right in the back. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, I want to say this. It is the 6th of July, Sarah. Oh, my it gosh. It's July it 6th. It keeps throwing me off. Like, I swear I haven't known what day it is for, like, the past three or four days. Yeah, well, that's a good thing, though. It's just confusing. So uh, today is Wednesday. No, it, uh, a good way to tell that is, is, it is four days past International Greg Day. Oh, so wow. if we were to have a week, we would still be in the week. We, we're not, but International no, Greg Day was... the week doesn't continue after the birthday. International Greg Day was four days ago, and, uh, you know, July 2nd, and we didn't do a show. We're, we're back on the air now. We took yesterday off, which was wonderful and much needed. Um, but yeah, I, want, I do want to thank everybody, though, for the, uh, for the birthday wishes. On July 2nd, it was very nice to see all of the, the Facebook posts and whatnot and all of that stuff. It was cool. And uh, also, I want to remind everybody that if you were still looking for a late International Greg Day present, to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. Nobody needs to if buy Greg a going present. To be doing that. Well, if you're going to be, if you were going to do that, if maybe now you feel guilty that Don't International guilty. He doesn't need anything. Greg Day, a.k.a. my birthday, has passed and you forgot or didn't you know, uh, wanted to send something, you can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link, and that would be the best way to do that. Or perhaps maybe if they want to buy some some accoutrement for uh, their prom outfits, which is coming up, of course, on Friday, July 22nd. Well, yeah, we're going to get to that. I mean, we're going we're gonna to be talking about that. I'm just that, saying, but- International Guitar Greg... International Guitar Day? International Greg Day has already passed. Now we look toward the future. Well, I was just reminding everybody, you can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, but we have a lot to cover here. we got a lot to recap, a lot to talk about with you guys, and and I guess we'll start off with what I was bringing up here at the beginning of the show, which was on my birthday as a grown man, did decide to go do some laser tag. And I think uh, so, some of our friends were very excited. Some were kind of questioning this uh, this laser tag adventure. And maybe somebody in this room before we went to do it was a little bit complaining about it, saying, oh, but it's a nice day outside and we're going to go spend it inside playing laser tag and it I did believe... seem like kind of a waste at the beginning because it was a beautiful it's gonna be like an 80 degree day like I always have my birthday when it's cold outside because it's in yeah. October you get like the nice warm birthday and you don't even take advantage of it well okay we spent a half hour indoors I don't think it was too bad but it, that and that's the thing so went and played laser tag and I haven't done that in several years you know I've only done it a couple of times in my life anyway and and several years ago I had gone to do the, to do this and we went and did it this time and I want to say explain how it was because I did promise that I was going to dominate I did promise that I was going to laser everyone mercilessly like I would have no qualms about laser tagging children uh, to adults it didn't matter I was going to laser tag everybody and and I did do that the problem is um, they also laser tagged me and pretty well. They laser well. tagged everyone. They laser tagged the shit out of they me. They were like so, little laser tag monsters. Yeah, and I mean, we showed up with probably about a dozen adults and then a couple of kids with us that were that were related to, to people we were with. And then there was a whole group of other just kids who happened to be there because you show up and you buy into like the next game. It goes in like 25, 30 minute uh, uh, jaunts and then, you know, you leave for that game and then if you've bought another one, you get to go back in. And... You go in when it, when it starts off. You go into this big room, and it's uh, you know and they've got um, chairs there for you to sit in, like some rafter kind of chairs. Mm, it's like bleachers. Bleachers. There we go. That's the word I was like looking tra- for. The training room. I like uh, how you said Johnson rafters. I, I like no, your your Johnson whim- rafters. Yeah, because you said uh, you know you can go on jaunts. I'm liking your whimsical oh, uh, jaunts. Yeah, vocabulary. Or rafters. Yeah, yeah. Or treks, if you will. You can go on that after you sit on the on the bleachers. So you sit in the bleachers. That was kind of. 
that was when I got a little nervous just because of the screaming children in there. There were a lot of screaming children. It and was, so oh. it's this one woman who sits there and she's the game master. That's her name. And the game master uh, kind of walked through the rules of how it would work. And what it is is there's no running, but it's in this big 5,000 square foot room that's all like black light and, and just like real light um I don't know, like like neon lights, like neon lights, black lights, flashy lights, all kinds of yeah, lights. flashing but lights. It's black, but it's like, like smoke really machine, dark. yeah, sort of fog machine. So there's all you know, it's all kind of cloudy for part of it, and you sit there, and she goes through the rules, and which is yeah, no running, which that kind of I was not happy about that part because that's part of my <gasps> safety rule. safety first though, Greg. There were a lot of uh, nooks and crannies that you could probably trip in if you were like doing anything faster. Yeah, than- but then you know I couldn't do my my jumps and my moves that I was kind of practicing my spin roll into a. Crack out of people, you know, with my laser tag. Well, let's be so. honest, the deck was stacked against us as soon as we got there. As soon as all those little those little brats were there screaming and hollering <laughs> and getting ready to shoot us, like, oh, your, your days were numbered. There was yeah. no way that you were going to be successful at this. Well, turns out they didn't know what they were doing. So they divide you up into three teams randomly. It's like a red team, blue team, green team. And then you go into this room, you get all your laser tag equipment, and like, if you're red, you glow red, you know, and so on. And, uh, and then when, then they they do this countdown and they just release you all through different doors into this facility and you just run and you try to try to hide and try to get ready for the game which starts like a few seconds after that mm-hmm. and it was so much fun it was it so was much fun awesome and you know I was really afraid that I was going to get shot and then like you're out of the game but no 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 I learned this very quickly is that when you get shot with the laser you have to wait for like five seconds and then your gun will recharge and then you can start shooting again yeah whereas I will say about half the time was spent for me waiting for waiting for it to, to recharge recharge yeah <laughs> I got shot a lot <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah you you really did because uh, at the end of the game they give you a ranking of um Let's see. I, th- I thought you don't run. Yeah, you, I mean you don't. And and so the, at the end of the game, you get like this score sheet where the, that they give you with your name because when you grab a gun, you get a nickname, mm-hmm. and it's just there on your gun. You don't have a choice. You don't know what it is ahead of time. And there's a lot of like they they had like the last names of some blazers were part of it because there were about thirty people that were playing in this. And then they had uh, there were there were twenty seven, I believe. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. I know because of my ranking. Yes, <laughs> and you get your ranking and. Then they, uh, you know, and there's like Star Wars characters and things like that. Sarah, for her nickname, so that's your nickname throughout the game for when you, especially afterwards when you go get your score sheet, that's the name that's called out. And I had talked about this before, how I wanted to give my own nickname. You don't get to do that. I wanted mine to be either White Lightning or The Raven or The, the you know, the, uh, the Raven. Something badass. And you weren't allowed to do that. And so Sarah, Sarah got the name of all of them that I would have chosen for myself. Out of all of them? Had I been able to. Oh, yeah. No, out of all the names that that showed up on there, yours is the one I wanted. Um, But you got, you you got it. You you got Kylo Ren. I did. Kylo Ren. And I still haven't seen the Star Wars movie, so I know that that's, you know, he's a a pertinent character in that. Oh, that's even more frustrating. I know. I didn't even appreciate it. No, you don't appreciate what it it, would be. Didn't even appreciate it. Kylo Ren is exactly what the nickname I would want want to have for this. No, instead, I got Leia. I I was Leia. And there's nothing wrong with Princess Leia, but she is not as badass as Kylo Ren. That's just a fact. And that is who Kylo Ren. He's the uh, the guy from Girls, right? Oh my! Oh no, but I know I'm not trying to be like an asshole. But that's the guy. That's the character, right? Yes. Okay. Th- that's the actor. The actor the that actor. plays. Okay. Yes. And, and Kylo Ren. This isn't giving anything away if you haven't seen the new Star Wars movie, which you've had plenty of time to see it. But I'll just say this: he's he's the bad guy. He's, he's the, the bad, bad guy. guy. Okay. Yes, he is the bad guy. You can gather that just from a commercial. He so, does look kind of scary in the commercial. Yeah, no, he's it's a pretty good bad guy. And, I mean, as far as a character goes. So that would have been awesome. And, and even with the red laser tag, too, that would have been even better. Because he has a red lightsaber. But instead, I got Leia. Yeah. Yep. But none of us did as good as any, of the, as any of the children. But I'd rather be Kylo Ren. Yeah. Or no, it was, no, it was 29 people that were playing. Yeah, because I remember the number 27... Because when the rankings came out at the end, and mm-hmm. they sit there and they and they tell you how high you ranked uh, against yeah. the other players, yeah, I came in at twenty seven. You were twenty seven out of twenty nine. That doesn't mean I was. Wait, like, no, you were twenty five out of twenty seven. Was it twenty five out of twenty seven? Yeah, you just all said I know it was is that I was better than two people. That's yeah. all I know out of the entire group. I ended up being about middle of the road. 
I was uh, 16, I think, as far as ranking of did I tag more people than I got tagged. And, and I was tagged much more than I, than I got other people. I tagged I was, you a lot. We were on the same up. team. I know. That's, <laughs> so that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. Well, it means I have good aim-ish. Yeah, but you're tagging your own team. I, well, I kept getting confused because it was very dark and there were lots of like small children running around and I couldn't see anything. So I just kept accidentally shooting my own team members. <laughs> it just kind of happened. Well, I mean, I I did end up, there was one poor kid that that ended up on our team. And I did shoot him a, f- a few times. I, I laser, I tagged him. I tagged him a few times on accident. Yeah, I just come around a corner and I would just, I would just shoot. I don't think we had a very good team because I think the other two people that I, the only two people that I beat at laser tag, I think were both on our team as well. <laughs> that, wait a minute. That just means that you're bad at this. Because you're shooting your own teammates. No, it wasn't because I was shooting them. Like they also had low, like the lowest scoring, like shooting oh. scores and everything. No, it wasn't because they were shooting. We were their just own lower teammates. on the totem pole in this yes. whole thing. Well, it. Uh, I will say this: the kids figured it out right because they they went up to those sniper spots that I thought I was going to get to, but they they took it over. There was like a group of them on this blue team, and they took it over, and I couldn't get past them. And every time I would try, one of them would just nail me. And they knew like all the secrets and like mirrors you can use and all this kind of stuff, and so. Those little bastards. Well, yeah, because the little bastards would like shoot you with a laser, and then yeah. they know it takes five seconds. So as soon as you get recharged, they'll shoot you again. No, they're right there. Yeah, little assholes. Yep, yeah. Well, yeah. they were pretty good. They were pretty good. They were. It was a full-on Lord of the Flies thing, though. I mean, they just kind of banded together and they're running around, yeah. like wreaking havoc. Yeah, it was kind of unnerving. Next time, I need to team up with them. Like, I, I want to be on their team. It's being said that I was the Dick Cheney of our team. <laughs> you kind of were. <laughs> I was. Kind of. <laughs> that does that does make a little bit of sense. Yes. Well, anyway, it was, a, overall, and, i got to say this, though, it was so much fun. And let me just tell you, uh, if you've never played laser tag or if it's been a long time, laser tag is exhausting. Like, you're running, yeah. like, not running, but I mean, you're moving constantly, carrying around a gun, wearing a heavy jet, like, vest. You're running up and down stairs and, uh, not running again, all right, moving quickly up and down stairs and all around. I yeah. mean, you don't stop moving. Yeah. You do not stop, unless you're going to, you know, stand in the corner and shoot right, people. Right, unless you hide somewhere. Yeah, but I mean, I just, I circled that room over and over again, and you don't stop moving for 25 minutes. So by the end of it, like, all of us old people, we were all sweating, because I'm like, oh God, I'm so sweaty, and I looked at all my friends. It was kind of warm in there. And it was very warm, but it made me feel better when all of us were sweating. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a lot, of, and all the other, you know, the little kids were out there, I was like, let's go five more times! Yeah. And all the adults are like, we're ready to go have nah. beers now. <laughs> nah. Let's, now it's time for grown-up time. I did like that our friend. <laughs> Rev, how old is Rev? Is he eight? I think he's eight. Eight. Eight or nine. One of the two. Okay. Well, I do like how our friends, uh, our friend had to tell her son <laughs> to beware that Greg was going to shoot him with lasers. And don't because cry. I, and not to cry because it's <laughs> like, now Greg's, Greg might seem kind of mean. He's going to shoot you with lasers. So, so you can't cry. You just have to go back and shoot him. And uh, and I, I did. I, 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 shot, I shot our friend's eight-year-old. Several times with laser tag. And in all fairness, though, he also got me because he was too small. I couldn't see him moving around the little walls, and he'd just pop up and then have this maniacal oh, laughter. Oh, yeah, he'd pop up. Like, ha Greg, and then turn around and run off, and mm. then I'd have to sit there. I was hunting Tristan the whole time. Oh, yeah, You know, you good. find somebody because he's always just yeah, kind of standing there. Yeah. He was just kind of standing there. I mean, I guess he did the best, too, because he didn't really move, and he'd just sit there and pick people off. True. Yeah. But I would just, yeah. So I just kept following him around for a while, shooting him and then laughing to myself and then waiting for his thing to recharge yeah. and then shooting him again. Yep. That's that's the fun mm-hmm. part of it. So I suggest it for everybody. Really, it was so much fun. Um, it was. Everybody, after we were done, the, the common thing that they said, that was so much more fun than I thought it would be. Yeah. Like, yeah. it is. It's a lot more it's fun. It's just silly, but it's it's a lot of action. It's Yeah. It, it's a really good time. So I definitely plan on going again. Um, I just want to... I want to be Kylo Ren because that's just cool. Okay. But anyway, well, you'll have we to can't get, really have choose to that part. Well, either way, I just want to do better than I did last time. Um, so that was that was on Friday, and then now we have to talk about Saturday. something else, though. Or Saturday, Saturday, excuse me. Uh, and then we have to talk about something else though, that happened this weekend because, of course, it was the Fourth of July. And uh, in previous years, you've probably heard us talk about how we've gone to the St. Paul Rodeo because we have friends down there. This year, did something a little different and went to a different small town in Oregon. Definitely, it's just got to be small towns, apparently. And <laughs> but like it's, it's America. Yeah, right. And went out to Corbett, Oregon. So Corbett, Oregon. For anybody who doesn't know, I mean, which probably as most people is just east of like the outer Portland metro area. So it's just when you really start getting into the country near the Sandy River. Mm. And so it's like Troutdale Corbett, like right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And so it's a really small town. Um, 
smaller than even Mammoth Independence, where I grew up. It's smaller than that. And uh, our friends have some some property out there, so it was really cool. Really appreciated going out there. But uh, and one of the things that they do, since this is kind of where they grew up, is they enter into the Corbett Fourth of July parade, <laughs> which consists of a bunch of floats, you know, all homemade stuff that people put together and ride through this parade. A lot of old cars and a lot of horses. A lot of old cars, a lot of horses. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. A lot of uh, horses uh, with their hooves painted like different sparkly colors. Yep, yeah. A lot of uh, Multnomah County citizens patrol, which are. I think just police op. They're they're kind of police officers, but not really. I think they're like volunteer. Police. Yeah, they're volunteer probably because it's sparse out there, so yeah. they help help a lot of them. So they had their sirens going, uh, and then we rode in a a uh, trailer that was converted into a float. Now it was it looked really good, which was amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's for our friends group called the Badgers, which. Uh, yeah, it's a, it, I don't really understand. It's kind of like an adventure group for for adults, where like they go and like set challenges and go camping and do oh, okay, do cool. fun things like like, like being a, in parades, like or, an adult Boy Scout. Girl yes, Scout like kind an, of thing. like an adult yeah Scout camp. Kind okay, of thing. okay. Well, that's and a bunch cool. yeah, and a bunch of our friends do it, and so they're like, all right, well, we'll enter in to the parade under you know under the name Badgers, and then whoever wants to ride on it can ride on it. So Greg and I like this is how I convinced Greg because Greg. He kind of maybe didn't 100% want to go on the float. Yeah, and I'm no, like, Greg, you yeah. think about the show fodder, Greg. You yeah. think about the greater good. You think about America, Greg. Right. For America. For America. I mean, the thing is, like, I I grew up going on in the Mammoth and Independence Parade because they have one. Naturally, it's Independence, Oregon, where I grew up. So, of course, Fourth of July is, like, the big thing there. Mm. And they have a parade that goes through. So, I grew up riding on floats. Like, I don't know if I've talked about this one before on the show, but one of them was... When I was in karate, we had a big flatbed truck, and we rode through the town doing karate on the back of the truck, fighting. Slow motion karate on the back of a trailer. Oh, I, we were necessarily, well, we had a little slow motion, so we didn't fall off, but uh, but yeah, no, we we were full on sparring on the back of a flatbed truck riding through town. It was like the greatest, most American thing ever. And then, and then or you'd like ride your bike and put like tassels and stuff on it and, and ride through the parade. Yeah, it was, it was just what you I put did. like a pinwheel on the back. Yeah, you put like pinwheels. A, an American flag pinwheel. Pinwheel and then cards uh uh clothes pinned to the to the spokes so it sounds like a motorcycle. I thought it was like playing cards. That's what, what I just said. Oh, I thought you said clothes pin, but you you, you, attach you take a clothes pin and then you put the yeah, use a clothes pin to attach did the card. Did you pick the cards that you used? Um, like specifically, mm, no, just the ones that you didn't like more. No, I I mostly used playing cards because I didn't want to use my football or baseball cards for that purpose because I didn't want to wreck them. So mm. I would use like playing cards. Sure, yeah, those were the ones I would do. Uh, but yeah, and and it, so uh, so anyway, it was fun. But I'm like, eh, I don't know if I really want to ride through the parade. But Sarah convinced me. Sarah convinced me to to ride in this float. I did, and so sure enough, so we get uh, so we get to the parking. So it's so it's a ways that you have to walk. So the parade route itself is about like four miles. <sighs> you know, I don't know. I think we were I mean, on it, it a, a couple hours. Yeah, we were on it a couple hours because it goes really slow. It goes really I, slow through towns, and so anyway, so we ended up walking miles? all the way. Yeah, we walked all the way to the beginning of the parade and met up with everybody, and then you kind of get into the float, and then you wait for your turn to go. And we were quite literally. The last float. We were the yeah. caboose. We were the caboose of the Corbett Parade. Yeah. There were a few police cars after us. That was yeah, about after it. us. But I mean, we were like the only last float. And then the yeah. citizens on patrol. Like, honestly, that's citizens what it said. Citizens on patrol. Citizens on patrol. And they were right behind us. And, you know, of course, everyone's maybe drinking juice. Oh, yeah. Well, and you want to make sure that, you know, and like, we're just like, all right, how serious are the citizens on patrol? Like, can we be drinking our juice? When there's a citizen on patrol, like you driving right behind us, you couldn't have the juice can visible. Well, then somebody, then one of the citizens on patrol came over and looked in our float. Do you remember? Yeah, and there that, was that giant. That empty wasn't bottle a citizen of, on patrol. That was an actual cop. That was that was yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so we had a giant bottle that somebody had opened earlier to mix with other juice, and uh, and it was just sitting it there. It was just juice. It was just juice. And then, okay. this, uh, and then the cop came in, and you know, so he's like, oh, so you guys are already doing it upright. And all of us, like, all, you're like I don't 16. know if that's quite how he's framed that. I'm going to be honest. No, he did say. He didn't like, say oh, doing it upright. D-. He said, I think I see what's going on in here. Uh, he was jovial about it, though. He, he, he was. He was. He was nice about it. Like, and he didn't... He, I, I thought that maybe... I was kind of scared of him, because like, it makes you feel like you're 16 again and doing something else. You're going right. to be caught doing something. Yeah, because okay. we're all just sitting there with our with our breath held, like ah. Uh. Yeah, but uh, but it was uh, you know, it was fine. We were, and plus the driver was completely fine. So oh yeah, um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. 
It was definitely a lot of fun. And we wrote through. I'm really the, glad we did it. And we threw candy. This is what the thing is. That, <laughs> well, how you convinced me to do it. That's that's what I was trying to get at. As You know, we had candy. So you get to throw the candy, you know, out. There's all kinds of kids along the route who are very excited to get their candy. And, you know, you're riding by on a float and you're going to chuck some candy at them. You know, like sometimes <laughs> they have their bag out. You try to make a basket. Sometimes you uh, peg a kid with a Tootsie Roll in the head. You know, I mean, it just kind of. <laughs> Two points. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, then you just got to develop a point system. For it, uh, for it, which we we need to work better better on that. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a good time, and uh, it was fun to kind of do that again. Just after doing doing it as an adult, it was. And I'd never been on a parade float before. Like I walked in parades when I was in Girl Scouts. Uh-huh. You know, we like walk and like so there's like a baton twirler or something. You just walk and like wave at people and throw them candy. But that that wasn't as exciting as getting to ride in the back of a trailer truck. Right. Mm. Yeah, it was it was a good time. So I'm glad I did it, and thank you to the city of Corbett. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot Corbett of fun is a magical, magical land. I love that place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it is small town Oregon, and I mean, it's it's kind of cool because it's so close to Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's really there's not much there. There's not much there. No, there's like one bar, two grocery stores. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what Nick was saying. He's like, "Oh, was it uh, the Corbett Market or the Market in Corbett? Like yeah, they have yeah. like really similar names and like they're you know a yeah. mile apart from each other." Right. Yeah. So it's it was it was a good time. It was a it was a very good time, and uh, I would definitely go. Uh, I would definitely go again. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I want to do the float again next year. <laughs> that was so cool. It was cool. It was cool. But yeah, so so then just kind of hung out and camped um, for the rest of the fourth, which was which was a lot of fun. Watched movies on the side of a barn. Yeah, yeah. It was a very American birthday. Yes, watched some Independence Day. We watched Top Gun. Um, What was the other one we watched? Uh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. uh, And on top of that, we did take some people out on a a snipe hunt, which snipes are very prevalent this time of year. Oh my god! If you've never gone on a snipe hunt before. Uh, snipes, they kind of live here in the in, in Oregon. I mean, I guess you can kind of find them all over the place. And it's fun to take people out who have never been on a snipe hunt, and um, and and let them let them go on a hunt. You got to wait till it's very late at night, and it's got to be really dark, and you got to be really quiet to go to go find snipes. Yeah. All right. So why don't you tell everybody who's listening who's never heard of a snipe hunt what exactly oh, a snipe hunt oh, is? Oh, well, snipe hunt. I mean, you gotta you get you get people together. Is it as elusive as a Sasquatch? No, no. I mean, you can find them. You can find snipes, but I mean, they're real elusive. It's an animal that that lives, you know, kind of in this area. And uh, yeah, and David's noted either very young or very drunk. That also does help out a lot for the snipe hunt um, for the people for the first timers. You know, as long as they know. And and yeah, you know, you got to go out there, and it's usually in kind of a field, kind of with a grassy area or some trees. They like to hide in trees. And, you go out and even and though I know it's fake, you still scare me. <laughs> I hate that. I hate it because I know because Greg has tried to trick me about snipes before, and I remembered. Oh, I re- it's real! It's real. No, but know? of course, like there are these other you know, poor people who hadn't heard of snipes, <laughs> and they're getting all freaked out. But then I am kind That's of scared because about- we're walking in the middle of a field in the middle of the night. Where you're like, you know, getting messed with by a couple people who are like, oh, oh be careful. My. Well, they're angry this time of year, the snipes oh are. Oh, God. That's the thing. They'll sneak right up on you. And then our other friend, Clausen, decided to go hide in the field, and he started making these weird, gurgly, scary sounds. And I don't know what the hell is out there. I mean, and I know that there's no such thing as snipes, which, spoiler alert, there's no such thing as snipes. If Greg well, ever tries think... to get you to go on a snipe hunt, it means he's just trying to scare you. No, no. I mean, we just didn't see any this time. That was all it was. Yeah. You know, I'm sure our, our friend was just out there trying to lure some out so that you could see them. No, so that was the freakiest part because I can see Greg and I can see uh, the other Nick and they're both, you know, assholes. And you can tell, like, they're already trying to mess with everybody. But then I hear a noise <laughs> and it's coming from, like, this this grassy, like, thatch over, like, and I can see both of the dickheads that I'm with that would be messing with me. And then there's this gurgling noise coming from out in the field and I'm like, yeah, what was probably a the snipe. fuck is happening? Yeah. It was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> We used to take, um, uh, growing up on the country, our neighbors had their grandkids that would come out every now and then, and it was these two girls that were the same age as me and my brother, and uh, we took them snipe hunting several times, warning them about the, the dangers of the snipes out in the mm-hmm. country. I mean, you got to be careful. you just got to be careful of, of what's going on there, so you never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. Anyway, snipe hunting. Sarah went on a snipe hunt. No, didn't see any this time, but maybe next time. 
Just Maybe saw next time. a bunch of a, a few drunken jerks that were trying to scare some nice people. <laughs> well, I mean, I that's think what I saw. Trying to watch out for everybody else. That's uh, all that was. It was America. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, <sighs> all right. Well, uh, that might be enough recapping. Should we do some World of Crazy? Because I'm sure I there's a lot fi- that's gone on. Well, Greg, no pressure or anything. Thanks, but yes. You're lucky you guessed it correctly. There is a lot that has happened. Oh, excellent. Yeah, so let's go ahead and pull that up in just one second. Okay, all go. right. Oh, Edward's asking, what can a snipe do to you? Well, there's, you know, you got to be careful. There's teeth and there's there's all kinds of things that they could, they could really get into. They're good at digging. I know that. That's not scary. You're supposed to make it sound scarier. Well, that's the thing. They're, they're I don't, really I'm good trying at not digging. to scare people. They can pop right up under your foot is kind of what it is. So well, you got to like be gophers? careful. Well, or kind moles? of. It's a little bit like a gopher, but it's more like a salamander-ish kind of thing. Is that what it, it looks more like a salamander? Well, I mean, it, it kind of. I mean, it's its own little unique animal, and they're quick. That's the worst part about them. Really quick. Stop it. Again, snipes so are not fast. real. They are not real. Greg ever tries to get you on a snipe hunt, just know he's just trying to mess with you. You, know, you just got to listen. Be real quiet. Listen for rustling. All right, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First story Greg got out of Louisiana. All right. Out of West Monroe, Louisiana. West Monroe. Now, yes. Monroe, Louisiana. Oh, was that uh, one of the pool liner people? Yeah, when I worked for the to? pool liner company, that was the, there was a Cajun guy there. Robert Jones, Monroe, Louisiana. He oh, might still be there. Is this where he's from? Was it West Monroe? Uh, he wasn't from West Monroe, but he was from Monroe, Louisiana. Maybe this so I is guess the, the Monroe the that's just west of his Monroe. It must be. Yeah. Mm. Monroe, Louisiana. How you doing out there, Greg? God, give me another one of them. Line up. Buy a blazo. Couple of them. Okay. Cool. Took a long time to understand what he was saying. That's a really good impersonation. Though. I had to listen to him every morning. I had to talk to him. You so. talked to him every day? Yeah. And so... You struck up a kinship? Yeah, actually. It was kind of weird doing that job. Because, yeah, I talked to the same people around the country every day. Yeah. That's funny. That, DG from Ohio. Steve from Minnesota. I remember that's how I uh, first met a bunch of people on radio because I'd be working on the weekends and uh, like they'd call in. So the traffic reports are done in a different building. So mm-hmm. what you'd do is like they'd call in the traffic reports, like the three, two, one, and then you'd record the traffic. This was back when you had to like put things in, like record it, then play it from the cart. Oh, yeah. You know? and, like you had to have someone manually there firing it. Now it's all basically run on computers. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I would like talk to these people every day and I, I wouldn't know what they looked like but I mean I'd talk mm-hmm. to the same traffic girl we'd talk like six times a day yeah and just start to know like a lot about each other's lives and everything and about significant others yeah and, yeah it's funny because when you talk on the phone to somebody you get to know them you're like I have no idea what you're like in real life right yeah that's like Ray in Oklahoma every day he used the same goddamn joke it was hey how you doing there Greg you're working hard or hardly working ha <laughs> ha and then he laughed to himself about his own joke Aww. like oh you, you got me Ray Imagine every being day. that easily amused that you're amused by the same joke that you tell every day. And he wouldn't remember that he'd said Good. it the, the day before. So I don't. I wonder how many times a day he said that joke to how many different people. Oh, well, it's, a, it's you like know, his tick. Once you hang on, once you get a winner like that, you can't yeah. let it go. Yeah, he was, I don't know, 70 All or 80. Right. Well, this is a West Monroe woman. Now, West Ar- yep. Monroe woman has been arrested for armed robbery at a supermarket on Cypress Street in West Monroe. But the suspect told police that no, 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 no. This is just a case of missing identity, or, or mistaken identity, excuse me. So according to the affidavit, her excuse is amazing, by the way. I'm going to try and pull this one off. According to the affidavit, 45-year-old Sandra Frost told police that she had, no, it wasn't her driving. She, in fact, loaned her clothes and her car to an unknown female that looked a lot like her. What? She's telling police that, no, she wasn't the one that robbed the store. Yeah. She's lent somebody her clothes and her car to somebody whose name she doesn't quite recall, but looks exactly like her. Oh, well, I mean, fair enough. Yes. Uh, Back Frost, to the drawing board. Yeah, Frost also, uh, let's see. She she claimed in an affidavit, she said it couldn't possibly have been her as well because she had been smoking crack for the past 10 days while the robbery occurred. So therefore, she couldn't have been robbing the supermarket because of the crack smoking. Yeah. I mean, again, this does stand up. I would think this would work in a court of law. Probably going to work in a court of law. Is she going that, to represent herself? Uh, I hope so. Uh, investigators say that Frost's vehicle, a GMC Envoy, was spotted before the robbery near a service station where witnesses claim Frost was begging for money. 
Uh, owners of the supermarket say up to $300 was stolen from the register. Oh, boy. Yes, no word on if she will be resem- uh, representing herself in court or perhaps maybe finding someone who looks a little bit like her. Yeah. To wear her clothes and represent her. That makes sense. Mm. Then when she goes to jail, she can try to pull a whole like arrested development thing with... Uh, that's not me. That was my brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my yeah. twin brother. Yeah, that's a lot of crack. Someone saying, um, see, someone saying I thought crack high only lasted five minutes. That's I, like, that's more than I know about crack. Is that how long it lasts? I don't. We're like the crack lady and the crack blind. We do this every time. We don't. We need to just learn more about crack so we can answer our own <laughs> questions. We need to just do crack. Clearly, we need to yeah. have. Uh, no, I was. Whoa, I didn't. I wasn't going to like doing crack. I was talking about like researching it on the internet. Right. Yeah, that's the same thing I was talking about. Okay, Greg. I think I'm okay with not doing crack. All right. But yeah, I really don't know. Five minutes, huh? All right. All right. Well, anyway, so Sam Seems like an awful big pain in the ass for just five minutes. Yeah, I mean, and especially she's doing it for 10 days. Like, it's a lot of crack. So much crack. Mm. All right, next up. I would be so mad if this happened to me. So this happened in, uh, uh, let's see, in a plane headed to Russia. Over 500 passengers were left stranded for seven hours after one woman's impromptu decision to get a divorce forced everybody off the plane and to have to replane seven hours later because she refused to stop yelling that she wanted a divorce. What? Pissed off. Yeah, 500 people. So travelers, uh, which, let's see, so the plane was headed from Moscow to Vladivostok. Vladivostok? Vladivostok. Yeah. Russia. It's on the East Coast. Yes. So uh, they were forced off of the flight. 500 passengers. Um, they were forced off on Monday as one woman on board decided to freak out and scream that she needed a divorce pronto. And a witness has claimed that while the plane was taxiing, she kept demanding and screaming to be left off the fi- uh, flight and repeatedly repeated over and over again, I'm not in the mood to fly. I want a divorce. I'm not in the mood to fly. Ugh. I would be so frustrated. How annoying. So pissed off passengers took photos and videos of families and elder travelers disembarking at Moscow's airport. They raged at the airline, asking them to punish the divorcee to be for the inconvenience. So a woman on the website named Elena posted a video to Instagram uh, and she captioned it. A woman at 40 years old took a decision to divorce her husband urgently and she needs to walk off the plane. Cabin true. Uh, crew tried in vain to persuade her not to leave the aircraft because this is a long procedure. However, she would not calm down and 500 people suffered because of it. (laughs) 500 people had to wait seven hours because this crazy woman decided that she wanted a divorce and needed to get off the plane now. Yeah, so she... Can uh, you imagine how miserable her husband's life must be? For more than an hour... He's got to be so happy. The flight crew tried to persuade the woman to stay on the plane, but she had decided, nope, she needs to get off and she wants a divorce. Uh, after she came off, it dropped off the 525 passengers. That's a huge plane. Yeah. 525? Well, I mean, that's a long way, so they must probably only do a few of them a yeah. day or something. Well, I guess uh, after someone requests to be taken off a plane, according to regulations, the aircraft must undergo an inspection, which lasted for seven hours. Ugh. The Russian airline has decided to remain silent. It's a shame that the woman will not suffer any punishment, one of the people who... Had to wait for seven so hours. So, what did she get this. to go back on another plane then? And I don't know if she got to go on another plane. Continue on her journey. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to see what airline this is. It's not saying it's probably a it's Russian like, airline. Well, yeah, it says it's a Russian airline. Yeah, so I can't see which one it is. So I'm sure you can easily find it. So yes, so a woman who could not control herself, like Ugh. it wasn't even like she was panicking or something. It was just like, nope, I'm more important Having than a you. Fit. Yeah. Ugh. All right, back to America we go. Police in Nashville have arrested a a man this past week after they caught him in bed with a stolen lingerie model mannequin. Oh. Yes, they did. Oh. Well, an assistant manager at the Hustler Hollywood store said that she saw the, uh, the suspect, Christopher Wade, 55 years young, fleeing with the $5,000 mannequin just after midnight. Whoa. A mannequin is $5,000? Well, the employee said that what? she argued with the Why suspect. Would it, that's no way. Greg, I need you to stop Googling $5,000 mannequins. Why is it $5,000? I know exactly what I don't know. Well, let's let's find out together. It might be because of the lingerie that was on it. Okay. No, no. It's the, it is the mannequin itself. The mannequin itself is worth $5,000. That just seems insane. Maybe it's one of those skin dolls that I was talking about. <laughs> I... Well, I don't know. Is it made of real skin? Well, no, it's not made of like human skin, but it's made of a texture to look like human $5, skin. $5,000. John, do not post a picture of that doll. 
Do not. Yeah, if you're in the live chat, don't. No skin um, dolls. But you guys look at that on yourself. Don't share it with others. Okay, so uh, yeah, so Christopher Wade, 55 years young, fled with the $5,000 mannequin just after midnight. Now, the employee said she argued with the suspect, who police say was intoxicated. But she could not dissuade him from grabbing the mannequin and tossing the skimpy model into the back of his truck. Well, police say that the is mannequin... Is it like a full-size person? It's a full-size person. Or is it just person. one of those ones where it's like cut off at the knees? No, it said that it's a full-size mannequin. Police say that the mannequin lost her left arm as Wade fled the scene. The suspect did not retrieve the arm. Guess he realized he didn't quite need that part. That's like a thousand bucks for that arm. Yeah. Well, the employee told police that the um, that the mannequin is worth $5,000 without the outfit. So the outfit not included in that price. Okay, I'm looking up mannequins online right now, and uh, they're going for like 170 bucks. Well, then I'm saying I think this is a skin doll. So it might be a skin doll. Yeah, because those ones are the, like the super expensive ones that are made to feel like a human. That's so strange, though. Mm. Well, Wade has been charged with theft of property. Good old Wade in Nashville. Um, I have some good news from this past week. Thank you to everybody who was bringing this up to me. I really appreciate it because uh, you know the way to my heart and my stomach. Oh, boy. There is a victor over this past week and Monday because it was Monday that was the 4th of July. The winner of the hot dog Eating contest at Nathan's at Coney Island. Nathan's famous hot dogs. Nathan's famous hot dogs. He has be re- he has been recrowned. He finally holds the title again. Yes, Joey Chestnut has reclaimed his top dog title in Nathan hot dog in the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Joey Chestnut is once again the champion after being dethroned last uh, year. Very Let's exciting. delve more deep into this. I can only imagine how excited Steve Castenbaum was the, when this happened. I know. I love him so <laughs> like, much. Well, yes, Joey Chestnut. Now, the redeemed world record hot dog eating uh, hot dog eating holder ate seventy hot dogs in ten minutes oh my to beat defending champ Matt Stoney by a full seventeen hot. Oh dogs. yeah, Matt Stoney. What's his nickname? Uh, the the Megatoad. Megatoad. That's it. Yes, Joey Chestnut reclaimed his title at this year's Nathan's Famous Fourth of July International Hot Dog Eating Contest in Coney Island, New York, after chowing down 70 dogs in 10 minutes. How many did the, uh, what was his name again? Uh, Matt Stoney Megatone. was only How many did able Megatone to get? demolish uh, 50, 53. Oh, damn, 53. he smoked him. He smoked him. Yeah, so in addition to being the crowned hot dog victor, Chestnut's win topped his 2013 world record when he only ate 69 dogs in 10 minutes. Greg, so he went one dog above and beyond. So not only did he win, he he's set breaking his, his new own records. world record. Yeah, so last year, the 32-year-old lost uh, the competition's international belt to Stoney for the first time after eight straight wins. Chestnut said last year was a bad year all around. Really, that's his bad year, is losing a hot dog eating contest. Oh, real rough. Like, everyone else has, like, rough real time. shit happening on him. Joey's like, man, last year was bad all around. My body wasn't coordinate, uh, cooperating. I didn't have the speed. This year, I'm faster and stronger. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm ready. Fuck you, Joey champ. Chestnut. Yeah. In the women's division, uh, Miko Sudo won for the third year straight after scoff- scarfing down 38 and a half hot dogs in 10 minutes. Isn't she tiny, too? She is. Uh, most of them are the lady hot dog eaters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 30-year-old surpassed prior champion, Sonia Thomas. What was her nickname? Oh, that was the Black Widow. That was the Black yeah. Widow by okay, four and a half Okay, that's who I was dogs. thinking about. Meek, yeah. Meek, what is her name? Meek? Miki Sudo. How do you spell that? M-I-K-I-S-U-D-O. Well, this year was the 100th anniversary of Nathan's Famous, which opened in 1916. Oh, my gosh. She's... To- Whoa. Miki no. Sudo's. Huh. Yep, so uh, that's again, just to finish it up for you, Joey Chestnut, new world record by 70 dogs, beating Matt Stoney by 17. Matt Stoney's pathetic 53. <laughs> Loser. Loser. And Miko Sudo, eight, 38 and a half dogs in 10 minutes. There you go. And from delicious food to delicious food. Oh, well. Out of Gastonia, North Carolina. Thank you to everyone who sent this story to me, too. A couple in North Carolina have been arrested... After authorities say that the two are in trouble after throwing pizza rolls at each other. That's it? They got into a pizza roll fight. Oh. Well, this happened, this incident occurred at about 1 a.m. on the 4th of July when Brad Scott Beard, uh, 24 years young, and his lady love, Samantha Brooke Kniep, got into an argument, and instead of throwing insults, they threw pizza rolls. I wrote that. 
Now, Beard and Kniep share an apartment in Gastonia, North Carolina, and their Facebook pages indicate that they indeed are in a relationship. Now, it's unclear what caused the fight to turn to the pizza rolls. Yeah. How many uh, pizza rolls were thrown during the incident? If it was a family-sized bag, if they were a supreme combo, if they were just pepperoni, who knows? Um, yeah, what brand they were is not known as well. Well, the couple were booked in uh, the Gastonia County Jail, where Beard was charged with assault on a female, and Kniep was charged with simple assault. Now, Beard could face up to 60 now, days in prison, while Kniep faces a lesser I'm potential s- sentence of I'm 30 sorry, days. I'm sorry, just to really clarify, did they bring the charges on each other? I mean, they must have if they were assaulting each other with the pizza rolls. And then somebody decided to call the police? And somebody decided to call the police. See, that's the person that's the jerk. It's just pizza rolls. Whoever called. And would you just pick them up, brush them off, and eat them? Well, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I mean, you know, I'd just throw another pizza roll out. And pizza rolls are so good. I got kicked out of a, of a major brewery for a month because I got in a, got in a food fight. Like recently? No. This was quite a long time ago. I got in a food fight with some random strangers where we were using fries like grenades where you bite the top off of, off of it and then throw the rest of the fry at them and they were throwing food back but they were a family and so instead of them getting in trouble like they were having just as much fun and doing just as much food throwing me and my friend got in trouble because we were in our 20s and we had been drinking and then we were told we couldn't come back for a month but the family got to stay they didn't get in any trouble that's not fair it's totally not fair they were throwing just as much then again, I'm sure history has kind of rewritten itself in your mind a little bit since then. Well, I mean, we were all having a good time. Nobody was getting uh-huh. mad. Mm-hmm. We were just better. That was the problem. Okay. I guess you were better because they didn't want to hang out with you for a month. They didn't want to see your face for a month. That makes you better. Yep. Uh, there you have it, my friends. Be careful. Who you get into pizza roll fights with because they could call the cops on you. Yeah, wow. That is my world crazy. Crazy. I'm so happy to be back. Have I told you this? I've missed the show. Yeah. I miss doing it when we don't do it, which means means I think I still love it. That's good. That's my story. That was a good story. We Mm. know what I love is what is coming up on July 22nd. Greg, what is that? And that is our listener party, the Fun Employment Radio Pro! Oh my God, I'm so excited. We've been putting hours upon hours of working into this, and by me, I mean me and my prom committee. Yes, and there are. it is going to be so much fun. Two things, real quick. One, right now, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the link right there at the front of the page, and pick up your prom tickets, because it's 10 bucks. It's a hell of a deal. And it is going to be so much fun. The promise for everyone. It's called Come As You Are, and which means we'll have some like 90s music and 90s theme stuff going on, but also Come As You Are. There's no dress code. You don't have to come with a date. You can come with multiple dates if you want. You can come by yourself with whoever you want. With your favorite video game. Remember, we have With your favorite video game. If you want to date your favorite video game, bring your, bring your favorite video game as a date. Just dress them up. But no, it's, it's going to be... So, so cool. And we really would love to see everybody out there. And we do have one exciting announcement that I believe we can make today because we have a title sponsor for this event. We sure do. We're very excited to be working with one of our favorite companies. Yes. And one we've worked with before and who is so supportive of our show. And we are really pleased to say that the Fun Employment Radio Prom this year is going to be brought to you by... Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon. You know how much we love Pabst, and they love us right back, and we're so excited that yeah. we are bringing them on as the title sponsor, which means you will see some Pabst accoutrement when you're there. Yes. You'll be able to drink some fine Pabst, which I drink all the time anyway. So. Yeah. It's, it's going to be just a typical Friday, Greg. Absolutely. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Pabst Blue Ribbon, we are so excited for them to come on as the Fun Employment Radio sponsor for the prom. Um, really, really excited about it. And we'll be talking more about this in the coming days. But yeah, what I mean, we need you're just, you, we're going to be talking about this a lot. Yeah, and what we need you to do is pick up some tickets, tell your friends, because this is open for everybody. We just want everybody to come down and have a good time and just have fun. And that's the main thing. We've got some other things we're going to be doing at it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on that link, and pick yourself up some prom tickets mm. to go come and, come and hang out. Bring a friend, tell your friends, come by yourself, whatever you want to do. Just come down and have fun. Yep, so that's Friday, July 22nd. That's 
16 days from today, Greg. 16 days. 16 days, which is like, you know, I have my notebook, like behind the scenes. So, you know, I've been having my prom committee meetings and we've Mm -hmm. been, you know, going through it. I have like almost a full notebook full of all the things that we're going to be building. Awesome. And the things that have been built and the decorations that we have already made. And I'm, I think everyone's going to be really excited. We're, you know, we've never had a party like this and we'll never have another one like this. Yeah. So, I mean, this is going to be a one time deal. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm super excited at how it's coming together. Yeah, me too. And just uh, can't wait to see everybody down there. So mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be awesome. All right. Uh, should we do a little bit of ball talk? Because ball there has talk. some news. There was some news. I got to tell you some breaking news this weekend. You did. I did. You did. I was very proud of myself. You did tell me some breaking news. Mm-hmm. And we will be getting to that news. And I also have a message. I have a message for some of the people who... Uh, Maybe upset in the middle of the country regarding some basketball news. We need to have a talk. Before <laughs> we get to that, you want to hear? You want to have Greg have a serious? We need to talk sit down and we need to have a talk. So I'm going to be addressing a very specific crowd of people here at some point. But we can all learn from it. All right. But before we do that, first up in ball talk. Before we do any NBA news or anything like that, scandal has erupted in the world of international soccer. Wait, did you do your intro? Oh, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. I don't think I remembered saying balls. Yeah, it's been a few days. A little rusty. <laughs> uh, and here it is. Sarah, who is the one of the top two soccer players in the world? Cristiano Ronaldo. Who's the other one? David Beckham. No, not David. David Beckham doesn't even play soccer anymore. Oh, I don't. I don't know. He just bangs. Posh. I was excited that I remember. He just puts out kids. I think Cristiano is what he does. Cristiano Ronaldo. Lionel Messi. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't. Messi. I wouldn't know that. Messi, okay. Uh, he's probably the better one. Um, but the two of them, anyway. So, Lionel Messi. He's from Argentina, but he plays for Bar- Barcelona, I believe. It's Barcelona. Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Barcelona in España. So, Messi has been, he is in the prime of his career. He's just been sentenced to 21 months in jail for tax fraud. What? Yep. Oh. Lionel Messi was just sentenced to 21 months in jail for tax fraud. Now, is he going to have to serve it? Well, I'm going to get to that. Okay. So this is by a Spanish court. His father also uh, received the same sentence because uh, they allegedly have been funneling the money because he gets paid. I mean, these, these top soccer players, they're paid like $100 million a year. And that's not joking. He may even make more than that. Like, they make so much money. But they, uh, I guess what Messi's been doing is funneling the money away into some other countries where perhaps tax laws are a little looser and you can get away without paying your Spanish taxes when you live over in Spain. So he was sentenced to 21 months in jail. But here's the deal. He probably won't serve any of that time because... Just like the Lindsay Lohans of the world. Right. One, he's super rich and famous, so Mm. yeah. And he's in the prime of his career, and they love soccer. Also, I guess what, what happens a lot in Spain is, according to this article, is that people who are sentenced to less than two years' time for nonviolent crimes, particularly if it's a first offense and the person isn't deemed to pose a threat, they can serve that under uh, probation. So he may have, I don't, I don't know what the stipulations of the probation are or how that would work, whether he's under some kind of house arrest when he's not playing, but it doesn't sound like he's actually going to go to a jail. He's going to have to pay a fine. I guess he voluntarily paid $5 million already or 5 million euros. I don't know which one it was. Um, and he's going to have to pay more money. Although for him... Well, it's two million, five million, whatever. That's it's Nothing. seriously pennies yeah. for how much Lionel Messi makes in a year. But uh, that is part of what's going to happen. So it's uh, it's a whole it's a whole thing. Hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, I remember when everyone was so excited, like you know, when Paris Hilton was getting her comeuppance or anything, like in two thousand seven. It's just like they're not going to spend like if you're like nah. that rich and that famous, it's not going to. No, it's not going to happen. Nope, they find ways for you not to have to do that, and that is probably what's going to happen with Messi. But nonetheless, still sentenced to 21 months in jail, even though he may not serve it. Uh, moving on to ball talk. This is just funny, because we've all had an incident where we hit 
reply all on an email, but we don't really mean to hit reply all. Oh, like when you remember that uh, when you totally ruined that woman's surprise at uh, when we worked for the Trailblazers. Yes. Okay. Exactly like that. Well, this is something that the New Orleans Saints made a mistake on. So um, the way it works in the NFL right now, there's if, if a team releases a player, there's what's called the waiver wire. And that means another team can pick them up. And it works in sequential order. So usually it starts off with whoever had the worst record, and then it works down. You know, whoever had the worst record gets first priority over picking somebody up off the waivers. They don't have to. They can pass on it. It goes down to the next team, to the next team, mm-hmm. so that everybody gets a shot. If But the better you are, the, the least amount of a shot you have. Yeah. You know, and then it, then it switches. Like, once you get somebody, you go to the back of the line again. So what happened here... It's like here, drawing te- teams for, like, dodgeball or something. Kind of, yeah. yeah. And so... So what happened is uh, the Cleveland Browns released their backup quarterback, Connor Sean. And when a team wants to pick them up off the wire, they just have to email the league and say, yes, I'm gonna, we're going to do this. We're planning on doing this. The New Orleans Saints weren't at the top of the line, but they emailed the NFL saying, yeah, we're going to plan on, we plan on taking him off the waiver wires. Problem is they hit reply all to all 31 other teams in the NFL. Chicago Bears happened to be in front of them. They saw that. Guess who decided to go ahead and pick up Connor Shaw after oh. knowing that the Saints wanted to do it? Oh. Yunk! The Bears claimed him off the waiver wires. Now, you could say maybe they had planned to do that, but probably seeing that email certainly helped them out. Like, oh, wait a minute, is this guy good? And we didn't, we didn't evaluate him right? Like, okay, we'll take him. So the Saints just screwed themselves by hitting <laughs> reply all. That is what happened. All right, moving on to ball talk. There's two things here. I, I got to cover both of these things. But let's get to this. So the NBA is in its free agency right now. And whether you know anything about the NBA or not, you've probably, most likely, I mean, obviously you know, probably know who LeBron James is, but you've probably also heard of Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is one of the best players in basketball. Uh, incredible player. Has played for, he was drafted by the Seattle Supersonics. And then when the Sonics moved to Oklahoma City, he has been with that organization ever since. Mm-hmm. Well, he was an unrestricted free agent this year. Now, like last year, you may, be, may remember with the Portland Trailblazers, LaMarcus Aldridge was an unrestricted free agent. Everybody wanted him to come back to Portland, but he left. He went to the San Antonio Spurs. That's his right to do as a businessman. He's independently contracted. He can do it. Still kind of sucked. But he decided to go play for a yes. better team. Well, Kevin Durant... On these Oklahoma City, on the Oklahoma City Thunder, it was there was speculation because he did meet with like five different teams, but I think the general consensus was most people thought he would go back to OKC because it seems like that would be the best chance to win right away. Mm-hmm. Well, he picked the one other team where he could go win right away, and Kevin Durant went to the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> now, the Golden State Warriors are. I mean, they won the championship two years ago. This last year, they set the record for the most NBA wins in a season ever. No other team has ever won as many games. And now they just got one of the best players in the NBA onto their already loaded team. Now, it's his right to do that. You know, again, he's a businessman. He made that decision to go there. He could have made way more money staying in Oklahoma City. decided to go to Golden State. Still going to be doing just fine. And uh, and now he's gone on to that team. You can argue, you know, whether they're, I mean, they're certainly going to be an amazing team. Maybe that's too many cooks in the kitchen. Maybe not. But if he can gel, yeah, they're they're going to be. They're, the problem is they're going to be so good. It's kind of yeah, it's totally his right to do it. But I think it's going to be boring because they're going to be so good that it just kind of sucks. All right, I'm just do like a behind the scenes. Like, like as a fan, it, I'm saying. So is it like when we play in our cornhole league once a year, the Ringers? Like how basically they're so yeah. good that like yeah like it's not even really fun to play them because you know that they're gonna win. That's kind of how it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, he wants to win a championship. Not not disputing why he would do it. I'm saying as a fan, ugh, you know, it's maybe not. Maybe it'll fall apart, but I kind of doubt it. I think they're gonna be pretty damn good. The thing is this, Oklahoma City fans. What happened this weekend for Oklahoma City fans? Now they've only had a team in the league for I think eight years. They're new to the NBA. If you're in Oklahoma City, you're new to really understanding what it's like. And Oklahoma City fans had these huge rallies for Kevin Durant to stay in town. And then he left. And they have, now they're burning his jerseys and all that stuff. Of course. Oklahoma City fans, 
Welcome to the NBA. You have been spoiled rotten for the last nine years by inheriting this amazing this this team that had just drafted one of the best players, at least you know, in at least in the last decade in the NBA, and then moved to Oklahoma City. They left Seattle, moved to Oklahoma City, and now your best player has left you. So, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> that sucks. You've had an amazing team for this amount of time, and now you get to experience what it's like being a little less amazing. They still have Russell Westbrook, but he's probably gone in a year as well. Mm-hmm. They get to go back to the middle of the road, what it's like to be a normal NBA team. And now you're going to see what it's really like. So I'm just saying, sucks that your team left, but also remember, Oklahoma City, Thunder, were taken from Seattle. An entire team, not just a player. An entire team was taken from somewhere else. So I don't really feel bad for Oklahoma City fans today. Like, yep. Was that, is this them's your the public breaks. declaration? Yeah, it's like, hey, yeah, welcome. Now, now you see what it's like. So that's that's all I can say. Uh, sucks, but yeah, that's it. Them's the breaks. All right, moving on to ball talk. Uh, Portland Trailblazers did announce something today in that they have signed a television deal with Comcast. <laughs> I know this is specific to just Portland, but this is. This is one of those things everybody hated their deal with Comcast because you could only watch them on Comcast if you had Comcast cable. A thousand right now, and they won't work with the other um, cable providers, so you had to have Comcast to watch them. Except for you could watch some games on KGW, which is local NBC, or on national television. Well, they signed a new deal with uh, with Comcast, in which now they will be going back there. And they will be removing KGW, the local affiliate, where you don't have to have cable to watch them. You won't even be able to do that anymore. I think it's after this next season. It's one like more they're season. speaking directly to the fans. It's like they have a they have a direct <laughs> channel to everyone's minds. Where it's like, what would make it the most difficult for you to support us? Uh, let's see, cancel Mike and Mike, who everyone's loved forever. Yeah. Maybe only make them on premium channels, so you have to go somewhere to watch the game. This is just genius, Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so it is. Uh, it's what they're doing. They're sticking. They're sticking with it. Sticking with come. They're doubling down, removing KGW. They they are saying there's going to be some way to. Um, they're, they're working on a deal so where you can live stream it online. But uh, it is. <laughs> it's it's what they've decided to go with. So that is it. No more KGW, which is, it's been on KGW for, I think, 21 years. That's weird. Yeah. Well, seems like they literally have just purchased the Blazers to blow them up, so that's kind of what's happening. Well, I don't know about blowing them up, but they've just, they're doing their own kind of things. They're doing their own kind of things. Well, I mean, honestly, by alienating the hometown fans, by signing a... You know, Comcast that makes it even more like exclusive to be able to, or like you know, exclusively harder to be able to watch. Yeah, I mean that kind of seems like what they're doing, but I don't know. I mean, I guess they're going to try to go to the uh, live streaming side of it, but I'm, I'm not really like live streaming online. Who knows? I mean, it just got announced, so we're trying to figure it out right now. But that is the announcement. Okay. Blazers going back to Comcast. All right. uh, I was going to talk about the Brazil Olympics. We'll do that tomorrow. We'll just leave it on that. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I think you pleasantly surprised a bunch of people who were waiting for a Kevin Durant fan song. I was going to because let me me tell you this. Here's what I'm doing for everybody right now. I'm not playing one of the fan songs because if you just look up on YouTube right now, Kevin Durant fan song, there are a ton of them that were just created in the last, it appears anyway, that were just created in the last couple of days since he's announced he was leaving of course that all say fuck kd or fuck kevin durant they're all these really terrible raps that are just (laughs) that are just saying all that stuff so it's it's all available there but i did hold off on playing everybody is extremely grateful greg maybe you should think look at this people are writing nice stuff about you in the chat no that That never happens happens. yeah you're even getting i don't hate you uh, i don't hate yous today wow boy everything's coming up greg huh Everything sure is. You go feeling good. All right. Um, oh, well, tonight we're doing something. 
Yes. So if you are going to be uh, headed out, I know that a lot of uh, folks come and watch the local shows here and there. Um, Greg and I tonight, uh, Wednesday, July 6th, we will be judging the semifinals for Portland's Funniest Person at Helium Comedy Club. We will indeed. So if you're going to be there, come say hi. If you, When you hear them introduce us, if you want to cheer when they say Fun on Planet Please. Radio, that would be amazing. So Greg and I are going to be there tonight. And then tomorrow morning... We're going to be going a little earlier than usual. We'll be going live at 10 a.m. tomorrow for live listeners. I know that's different than normal. Normally, it's 11 a.m. It's 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. My fault. I have something I got to go do. Um, yeah, I got something I got to do. It's a good thing. But so live at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network, 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, also, big congratulations to Kyle and Angela. Yes. I want to say congrats to them um, because uh, I, well, maybe I'm not supposed to say anything. I don't know if I'm supposed to or not. I'll just I'll say just that. just leave it at that. <laughs> big congratulations to Kyle and Angela. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that'll do it for today. Uh, thank yes. you so much, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all wonderful. wonderful we appreciate people. it. And, uh, yeah, we will talk to you all tomorrow, live listeners, at 10 a.m. Otherwise, there will be another episode of Fun Employment Radio. Dot com? I kind of changed it up. There you go. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> change it up every now and then. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.